0: Hello, mic check. One, two, three, four, ten. Okay, stop. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Back to the channel and I have not been recording for a month now. There has been no episode uploaded for over a month, I think. And I am sad about it and I'm sorry about it. But there were reasons uh, my life was a little in a mess. Uh, some things were happening and I I was not free to, uh, to record something and, you know, upload it. So, but now I'm back and I am in a much better mindset. I am much more happier coming back to this episode. I am very excited because it's something that I wanted to talk about for a while now. Uh, I have been thinking about this episode for the last month or so. Uh, While I was not recording anything, I was thinking about the podcast a lot and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not uploading anything, not uploading anything. But yeah, now I'm finally ready. So let's go uh i'll just start by telling you what i just read uh to just connect with you all a little and i finished reading uh, an arc i call it an arc i think it's an arc people call it an arc i call it an arc whatever an advanced reader copy of the book free form by xavier neil i read the extended edition and I was not expecting it to be that good, okay? I gave it a four-star rating and I I had a great time reading that book. It was so much of fun. The banter was adorable. It's a rom-com. There's forced proximity and yeah, it was amazing. I really liked the characters. I just put up my review last night. I stayed up late and I uh, typed it out, made the graphics and because I had to upload it yesterday itself uh, we had been given you know when you have an art you have dates right you have to submit it by a certain date so yeah the book is already out you can give it a try because I really had a good time reading that book I highly recommend it nowadays I'm trying new authors uh, not just popular ones and that's been a very nice experience because you kind of get to see how these authors have some kind of you know um New ideas to present and new thoughts, um, new uh, new scenarios, new situations. It's not just a regular thing, but even if it's regular, they have a new touch to it, and that's a lot of fun to read, because all the new authors that I've started reading, who I don't think are that popular and who are, you know, not not known by many people, they have been amazing. Even if I didn't give them a five star rating, that does not mean I, I completely hated the book. Uh, it was It was good, right? It deserves a read. So yes, I'm currently not reading anything because I just finished reading the book. And I'm thinking of taking a one or two days of break from reading because I'm still a little in a zone where I need a break kind of a thing. And I don't, right now I just feel that I'm pressurizing myself to read. So probably I'm going to take a break. And the next book that I'm going to read is mostly going to be The Right Move. The Right Move or Right Move? I, it's, it's, I, I think it's The Right Move by Liz for Tom Ford. Tom Ford, right? Liz Tom Ford, yeah. Oh my God, I am so excited for that book. Uh, I cannot even... I mean, Ryan Shea, oh my God. He's a protective brother and the way indie is it is so exciting all right so I really enjoyed Mile High but people I am so excited for The Right Move and I think it's going to be a five star read and I really hope it's a that it's a five star read because I am super excited for it okay it's it's going to be amazing so I didn't know that interconnected standalone series could have one sports romance like different kind of sports in this series like the first one is a hockey romance but the second one is going to be a basketball romance oh my god i didn't know i could i could like basketball romance so much because i like this guy a lot okay ryan Shea, please sign me up i am very very excited for this day okay today's episode let's go when the fmc gets her period this is a topic that is I think it's very interesting and very exciting. And it's something that I I really, really want to talk about because I really like it. And, you know, while in real life, you might not like your periods so much, when the FMC gets it, I really like it because then there's the opportunity of the guy coming in and helping her out or, you know, supporting her and we get to see how he can care for her. When the FMC cares for the, uh, sorry, when the MMC cares for the FMC or when there is anything realistic happening, I absolutely love it. That makes a romance book good. So today's episode is called When the FMC Gets a Period and that's that's what we are going to discuss because I don't think, uh, so well, there's not going to be any discussion because you're not talking to me, I'm just talking and I'm just basically talking to myself. But you're listening. So that counts. Okay. But yeah, you get it. So periods, you know, they are something that is very real. Something very natural. And it is at one time when every girl wants to be pampered, right? I am, I'm still on my period and I need mostly a sleep and a hot water bag. But if I'm not able to sleep, then I'm reading or just kind of meditating. because uh, Like lying down. I'm not sitting in the pose or anything like, you know, cross-legged with your hands on your knees, not nothing like that. I meditate. I do this spiritual kind of things where uh, we are just, you know, opening your attention and just feeling yourself widen. Like, how do I say it? Uh, you just feel yourself expand. And it's wonderful. Like, I just love doing all that. Uh, so, yeah, that's... I, I, I'm I just calling it a meditation for you all to understand what I'm trying to say. But I don't think it's, it's a meditation because... I'm not really trying to think anything or do anything I'm just like trying to be and yeah I I, I yes I read smutty books and I also am spiritual so <laughs> yeah that's not so funny but okay hmm. okay so I was what was I saying yeah what I do when I'm on my period so um, I I do have cramps but they are better now it's getting better every time and um, at one point I used to puke and everything and it was terrible but now it's all stopped and you know I um, I, I, need a hot water bag and I do take medicines uh, but yeah but it's good it's good it's better now because I'm trying to take care of myself and yeah so every girl might need different things and it depends on every person because someone would be hungry someone wants to puke and someone wants to run maybe I don't know because periods make you very moody, right girls? So guys, if you're listening, whether it's your mother, sister, friend, girlfriend, or any other random girl, if it's a non-period day, take notes and ask her what she wants during her periods. You don't want to do the wrong thing on her period. All right, I'm not here to guide any guys or anything. I'm just going to talk about periods and FMCs. So if you don't know what's an FMC, it's the female main character. And yeah, So it's somewhat like a damsel in distress situation. And we would like someone who will, you know, give us all of their attention and care for us. and Yeah. And that is why I absolutely love it when the FMC gets her period. So I'm going to discuss four books today that have one or more scenes about periods. So like all of them are different and unique. I think, no, I'm just going to add one more. I'm going to discuss five books. Yeah. And... uh, All of them are different and unique, as I said, and I need more recommendations where, you know, the FMC gets a period. So please DM me or you can comment under this podcast with your favorite books that have scenes about menstruation. Now, one of the most problematic things about periods is cramps, right? Because it hurts, bro. And most girls experience it and want to do nothing but sleep during their period. Or I don't know what y'all want to do, but I just want, I just don't want to do anything. I just want to be by myself and I just want the pain to go away. But it does not go away. So I try to let it be and I try to calm myself down. But yeah, so when the FMC is on her period, we get a chance to see in what way the MMC would take care of her. And that's what I'm here for, okay? I need a guy to do uh, everything good to the FMC so that I can live Through that experience. Like I can enjoy that experience. I need the guy to take care of her. That's what I need. Then we realize what we deserve. (laughs) So romance books are basically guidebooks. Guide what? Guidelines. Yeah guidelines I think. Uh, They are your uh, guidebooks. To understand what you must. You deserve during your period. Like if this is (laughs) what the guy. If MMC does. What the guy does in the book then your boyfriend or whoever is in your life should do that for you because that's the right thing to do during your period. Because romance books are the, you know, what do you say? I I am at a loss for a word for that. Like, how do you say? Um, uh, guidebook? I think, yeah, guidebook, whatever. So yeah, you have to follow romance books to understand what's happening, what am I saying? Yeah, just uh, just uh, do whatever ha- is happening in the romance book. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> so I think I tend to love such scenes so much because in real life, people don't even talk about periods. It's all, hush, hush, don't talk about it. Our society doesn't encourage boys to know about these matters, which is wrong. But the good thing is that things are changing now. And uh, last year, by which I mean the academic last year, where I was... In my last year of graduation, we had an event titled "Bleeding Narratives," and we involved boys in it. So they participated enthusiastically, most of them, and some of them were a little awkward, but that's fine because because at least they were trying, you know. But the event was a success, and what I'm trying to say is that because we have lived in a society where women have not been treated with respect. What happens is when we read a romance, we want something extraordinary to happen. And we want the MMC. Why do I always mix it up? We want the male main character, MMC, to go out of his way to take care of the girl and serve the F M C, female main character. And I think most girls would agree, right? You want to be taken care of. And you know, you want all the pampering and you want a lot of things, yeah. And yeah, and periods is a time when you're really feeling bad, you're like, I had these thoughts like, I mean, you know, when I was one, this is, this has happened a few times with me that I'm lying in pain, and the way I look at that time, like, my hair is so bad, my face looks so terrible, my eyes are, eyes look so small, I look so sick, and with my hot water bag in my hand, that I really had thoughts like, Who would ever even look at me in this condition? I look so terrible. Uh, Nobody would even care for me. But then I realized that this is just the mind speaking and I don't need to listen to it because it's not true. I am good (laughs) enough. And if you don't care about me, I don't care about you. I care about myself. Anyway, why am I getting about talking about myself? Okay, yeah, no, it's fine. I can talk about myself. (laughs) So yeah, so I think... People do experience different things. Girls do experience different things during their periods and some thoughts can be bad. So we would like someone who supports us and, you know, uh, lets those bad thoughts go away and says, you're good. You're fine. Don't worry about anything. You'll be fine. And also, menstruation is something that is related to sex and that makes it more valid in a romance book it is something intimate and talking about it means the character is opening themselves up to the other person in the book and they are becoming more comfortable with each other right which is exactly why we love it so what I'm trying to say is that if there are two characters who say like I hate you I do not like you at all and then suddenly this person because both of them are not actually bad they are kind and they are caring and they can see that the other person is in pain. So if the girl is in is in, uh, is on her periods, then what happens is that it's something intimate. And when the, he or he or whatever whoever is trying to care for her, they will obviously become close to each other. So it's a good scene to bring people closer, and that's what we want, right? And most of the time in the beginning, the characters like deny that they uh, they they deny that they like the person or they are comfortable with them. So such a scene brings them closer. So that's like, I was just trying to make up, like give it a little background, like what's, uh, this, how do the scenes, you know, period scenes go about in romance books and what do I think about them? So now let's get into the books because that's what we are waiting for. Yes, let's go. All right, first book. This one has only a few sentences in it and One, two, three, let me say it, it's Midnight Kisses by Janine Benedict. And it's a great book. I really enjoyed it. If you've not read it, do read it. Okay, let me introduce the book a little bit. So about the period scenes, it's just a few sentences, a few lines. And it's a football romance where the guy is a quarterback and the girl is the coach's daughter, okay? It's a very interesting scenario. A lot of fun. The book begins with a smutty scene. Uh, like, a few chapters of smutty scene, okay? That that was the first for me when I read the book. Like, it's just happening in the beginning, bro. <laughs> but it's still a kind of a slow burn. Um, and, yeah, but it's still fun. I enjoyed it. Who I... F- I just want to talk about this. I fell for the coach, okay? I love the guy Otis, the quarterback, the MMC. But the coach, boy. He was so good. Because... When a man is obsessed with his wife, I can't help but love him, right? Read the book for the coach. He is, oh my God, he has my heart just because of the way he still loves his wife so much, even though they are old, right? Okay, and he's a coach, right? So he's fit and yeah. Okay and this is an amazing book. It's long but good and definitely worth a read. So do read it if you have not already. Now let me give you a quick few reasons to read the book because I'm I'm here to you know force you to read the book. Yes I I know I, I had to talk about the period scenes but I'm going to force you into first reading the book. Yep. So reasons to read the book. read this book are River's Grumpy Sunshine. I cannot tell you how good a trope this is reverse grumpy sunshine is one of the best tropes ever for me first comes enemies to lovers and marriage of convenience then kind of like forced proximity and all that and then comes reverse grumpy sunshine because oh my god when the girl is grumpy and the guy is sunshine you know it's the best thing ever because the girl will be angry and the guy will smile like mm-hmm, i love it i love that smug smile okay next this book is very inclusive and diverse it is funny it has some very cute notes after each chapter like you know the it, it would be after every chapter there will be like a message or a group chat photo or uh, there will be like no reminders in your phone or something like that about after the each after each point of view of the characters am i okay yeah yeah fine i'm, I'm okay i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> um so yeah, after every chapter, there's this kind of a note thing and it's cute to read. It, it, you know, when a romance book has all those these cute things, I really enjoy it. So for people who love cats, there is a cat in this book who witnesses most of the spicy scenes and is traumatized for life. The MMC is super caring, okay? And okay, wait, I had to go talk about periods. Yeah, so I'm just saying that yeah, read the book and now let's talk about the period scenes. So I'm going to read uh, of the lines that were about this scene okay so there are only a few lines as I said and let's go so the girl's name is Greta and the guy's name is Otis fine so okay let's go <clears throat> yes uh, should I drink some water just give me a second okay we didn't have sex since I was on my period but in order to add some sexual energy I did watch 3 episodes of Narcos with him while I was topless so it isn't that big a deal granted he ruined it by being sweet and making me cinnamon honey tea to help me with my ailing cramps a home remedy his mom trained him to make All right so you see that was the few the two sentences in the book where Periods were mentioned. Her period was mentioned. And oh my God, Otis is so sweet. He's just too good. So this one line and I loved it so much. I love saying that, you know, he already knew about uh, making this cinnamon honey tea and he's taking care of Greta and probably he also took care of his mother like that. And then, you know, just making this tea made me so happy. So I'm like going to, you know, go on uh, in- Uh, i am i have set up this order so like this begins uh, the first book that i have just discussed was midnight kisses which has just two two sentences by the end i will be at a book which has an entire scene and a lot of happening in the period scene so yeah and i'm going to read all the scenes out okay so exciting right i am excited number two book number two A coat of frost and starlight. Okay, the Aquatar series. This is book four in the series. I don't know if I should tell you that. Uh, you this might be a spoiler, but I don't think it's a spoiler. But a few things that I might say might turn out to be a spoiler, so you might want to skip to the next book. But I don't know. You can just listen to it. It's not if you watch all the reels and everything on Insta, it's already spoiled for you. So, but I'm that's assuming that. You haven't read it, and if you have read it, you have done the right thing, boss. If you have not read it, you are seriously missing out. This series is very good. Okay, read the series if you had been. It's so 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 good, and I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but I don't guarantee anything. Okay, okay, let's go. Ferre as a fae hits puberty, and she starts getting periods and. She tells the readers that as a face, she experiences periods only twice a year, but the cramps she experiences are terrifying, okay? So let's, let me read the scene where Farrah is asking Re if he ate anything at all. And from there, you know, they, it's like discussing the scene where, so in the scene, they are discussing that she got her periods, okay? So I'm going to start. Did you eat at all today? a flash of violet eyes as he finished off his bread and began on the cold roast beef. I had an apple this morning. Re, I was busy. Re, he set down his fork, his mouth twitching toward a smile. Pharaoh. I crossed my arms. No one is too busy to eat. You're fussing. It's my job to fuss. And besides, you fuss plenty over far more trivial things. Your cycle isn't trivial. I was in a little bit of pain. You were thrashing on the bed as if someone had gutted you. And you were acting like an overbearing mother hen. I didn't see you screaming at Cassian more or as when they expressed concern for you. They didn't try to spoon-feed me like an invalid. Reed chuckled, finishing off his food. I'll eat regular meals if you allow me to turn into an overbearing mother hen twice a year. Right, because my cycle was so different in his body gone were the monthly discomforts i thought it a gift until two months ago when the first one had happened in place of those monthly human discomforts was a bi-annual week of stomach shredding agony even madja Rhee's favoured healer could do little for the pain short of rendering me unconscious there had been a point during that week when i debated it the pain slicing from my back and stomach down to my thighs up to my arms like living bands of lightning flashing through me. My cycle had never been pleasant as a human, and there had indeed been days when I couldn't get out of bed. It seemed that in being made, the amplification of my attributes hadn't stopped at strength and fair features, not at all. More had little to offer me beyond commiseration and ginger tea. At least it was only twice a year she had consoled me. That was two times too many I'd managed to groan to her. Rhi had stayed with me the entire time, stroking my hair, replacing the heated blankets that I soaked with sweat, even helping me clean myself off. Blood was blood, was all he said when I'd objected to him seeing me peel off the soiled undergarments. I had been barely able to move at the point without whimpering. So the words hadn't entirely sunken in. So yeah, I hope I read that well, that you understood when Ray was speaking and when Ferro was speaking and when she was speaking in her mind. And so Ray is one of the rulers of Bookstagram and now you know why, because he just, you know, cleaned her up, he fed her, he stroked her head, he, he cared for her and he still cares for her and he does not let it go that, you know, it's just periods, you're a woman, you need to handle it. No, he's not like that, he's caring, he... He's caring. Check. He, he has wings? Check. Sweet romantic lines in this book? Check. And we have not even mentioned the great Cassian and the shadow singer, <clears throat> the greatest Azriel. Hello? Oh, hi, Sj. Well, I called you as if I'm your bestie to ask, when will we have a book on Azriel? And with all the debate about if it's with Elaine or Gwen. I support both, but actually I want me to be with as. No one else deserves him, you know. Even though you're the one who created him. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I'm crazy. Okay. Next book. Ding ding ding. Number three. After. The Watt Patch Sensation after, if you know, by Anna Todd. Five books. Okay. After, after we collided, after we fell, after ever happy, and before. So before is not necessary to be read, but it's kind of a flashback thing. No, it's just from another point of view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, not a flashback. What am I saying? Yeah. So I have not had a Wattpad phase like most readers. This is the only Wattpad book I have read. Okay. I did start with through my window but I was not liking it so I stopped it. Don't judge me I didn't like it. Yes. So The few people I knew who had the Wattpad phase, they said that they read after when they were like 14 or 15 years old. because. But the problem is that I did have a Wattpad phase, right? And you know, my thing was that I actually finished reading Harry Potter in 2020. That means that I was at the age of 18 when I finished reading Harry Potter. So I'm late, okay? But that's fine. And actually, I was probably reading it rightly because, right, because when when I was 19, I read my first smutty book that was after. Um, and I didn't know that anything like smutty books existed in this world. I became so obsessed with after that I read it twice, the whole series twice. And then someone told me that, you know, that you should also try other smutty books. And then I went into, I picked up the Spanish love deception and then there was no looking back so why am I saying all this like this but yeah fine whatever all I want to say is this series is close to my heart I really love after I really love Hardin and Tessa and yes so here's a scene from so I'm going to talk about two books after we collided and after we fell and yes so let's start with after we collided which is book two and Tessa and Hardin are being playful so, while there is one line in this scene that I don't exactly like, but I think that was important for the character at, this, at that stage uh, of her life. So, let's go. Let's read it. Okay. He chuckles and lays his head on my chest. I'm teasing. You give the best gifts. That keychain with the wrong sports team was killer. He laughs. Go back to bed. I swat at his messy hair. What did you need from the store? He asks as he lies back down. I forgot that I had mentioned that. Nothing. No, no, no. You said you needed to go to the store. What was it? Plugs or something? Plugs? You know, to plug yourself. What? I don't get it. Tampons. I blush. My whole body blushes. I'm sure. Oh, no. Do you even have a period? Oh, my God. Hardin, stop talking about it what you're embarrassed to talk about your menstruation with me when he lifts up his face to look at me a huge grin is plastered across it i'm not embarrassed it's just inappropriate i defend highly embarrassed he smiles we've done quite a few inappropriate things teresa don't call me teresa and stop talking about it i groan and cover my face with my hands are you bleeding now I feel his hand travel down my stomach. No, I lie. I have gotten away from exactly this situation before because we're always so on and off and it just never happened. Now that we're going to be around each other more steadily, I knew this would happen. I just was avoiding it. So you wouldn't mind if I... His hand slips into the top of my panties. Hadden! I squeal and smack his hand away. He chuckles. Admit it then. Say, Hardin, I'm on my period. No, I am not saying that. I know my face is a deep red by now. Come on, it's just a little blood. You're disgusting. Bloody amazing. He smiles, obviously proud of his ridiculous joke. You're obnoxious. You need to lighten up. Learn to go with the flow, he laughs harder. Oh my God! Okay, if I say it, will you stop with the menstrual jokes? I'm not making jokes, period. His laugh is contagious, and it feels great to be lying in bed laughing with Hardin, despite the subject of conversation. Hardin, I'm on my period. I just started right before you got home. There. Are you happy? Why are you embarrassed by it? I'm not. I just don't think it's something that women should discuss. It's not a big deal. I don't mind a little blood. He presses himself against me. I scrunch my nose. You're gross. I've been called worse. He smiles. You're in a good mood today, I point out. Maybe you would be too if it wasn't that time of the month. I groan and grab the pillow from behind me to cover my face. Can we please talk about something else? I say through the pillow. Sure, sure, somebody's bloody panties are in a twist. He laughs. I pull the pillow from my face and hit him in the head with it before climbing off the bed. Yay! So that was after we collided and I just love this scene, right? Because I don't know, but uh, it's so cute, right? Because he he cares for her and I think Harden is a very complicated character. Uh, what he did in book one was, yeah, you know, <laughs> if you've not read it, I'm not going to spoil it, but i do enjoy the series and while i did not understand that what i was reading at that time like it was not that long ago but yeah i didn't know that this was a bad boy good girl trope and it's actually wrong whatever he did was a, was quite wrong but i really liked how things changed in after they were happy and the the guy always kept trying you know it's not like he was he was bad he was very bad but then He tried okay and that's what i liked if whatever you say i do love this series and i know there are people who say it's toxic but i don't know it's a book man just chill (laughs) i'm not saying this should happen in real life yeah okay let's go to after we fell so okay again there's the scene and i'm going to just read it fine i think that just makes it more fun all right let's go uh, so i uh, they've just i they've just had sex so uh, they they're talking after that so i'll start right maybe i should rinse off in the shower i gulp wondering if harden and i will go another round before we leave frankly i don't know if either of us could handle it i stand up from the bed and wince i knew i was going to be starting my period any day now Why did it have to come now, right now, of all days? I suppose it works in my favour, though, since it'll be gone by the time we leave for England. Leave for England? It doesn't seem real. What? What? Hardin says with a questioning look. Um, it's that time. I look away from him, knowing that he's had an entire month to store up his jokes. Hmm. And what time is that? He smirks, looking at his bare wrist as if there's a watch there. Don't, I whine, pressing my thighs together so I can hurry and put on enough clothes to make it to the bathroom. Would you look at that? A hangover and a bloody attitude. He tods. Your chokes are terrible. I pull his t-shirt over my head and catch the languid smile he shoots at me as he takes in the sight of me wearing his shirt again. Terrible, huh? His green eyes dance with amusement. Maybe so terrible that you want to pull the plug on them? I hurry and exit the room while he's still laughing to himself. So that was from After We Fell and it's cute. Uh, You know, with all the ups and downs in their relationship, whenever the period topic came up, it was fun to read. There's one more scene in After We Fell when they are in the car and she says that I'm going to get my period soon or something and that's why she was getting moody or something. That was also nice so he was getting ready with his jokes and this side of Harden I really liked seeing. So that was after and after we fell and you see that they are very cute during this time and yeah. Okay Uh, the next book I'm going to talk about is from the Addicted series and you again, you because it's from a series, it might kind of be a spoiler. If you want to skip it, you can go to the next book. The next book is not going to be a spoiler. It's going to be the best scene ever. And yes, so let me go with first the Addicted series. And so the couple Daisy and Reich, uh, they, they go through a lot, right? <laughs> so many things happen to them. And now I'm going to talk about the book Long Way Down. While we reach there in long way down, what happens is we, we find out that uh, Daisy has this disease, right? Okay, so here I'm not going to read any scene, I'm just going to talk about it uh, for a few minutes. And what happens is Daisy has uh, endometriosis, I think it's called that. I don't know, it's bad and she suffers from terrible cramps, right? It's so painful. This is the only book where it hurt to see a character be hurting so much. She was in so much pain, so much agony. It was very bad to see. Uh, it was not. It was not something like it's a little bit of cramps and the guy will take care and it will all be fine. What I love about the Addicted series is how real it is and how I I was connecting to the characters so deeply that cannot imagine anybody saying a single bad word about the series if you have a problem with the series bro i cannot be your friend i love it too much uh so yeah in long way down she has this problem and both of them have their own set of problems but daisy has this and even later in some kind of perfect when it's with their baby uh i remember they go to a park and the their first daughter i i i'm i feel so bad that i forgot her name Oh God! How can I? I remember the second girl's name. I think it was Willow. Oh shit! No, I, I don't remember the name. I am so bad. I feel so bad right now, uh, that I don't remember the name. But the first daughter, I remember her clearly. I remember what she does and everything, but I've forgotten her name. Uh, was her name Willow? Uh, anyway, so she she suddenly sits down when they've gone to a wild what is that called uh, a zoo kind of a place and she sits down on a bench and you know she just how do you say presses her stomach and she's bending over her knees because it's hurting and Reich just says that I I know this state because he saw his wife struggling with cramps and the same things now happening to his daughter and yeah, that was sad, right? Uh it, it hurt to see that, but then then Reich just says, you know, I can't do anything about the pain. All I can do is support them. And I'm going to cry right now. Because yeah, that 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 entire series is so close to my heart. <sighs> Krista and Beccarici are the only people who could make me cry so easily. Okay, coming back. Let me cool down. Cool down, cool down. (laughs) Okay. I actually wasn't planning to talk about uh, the Addicted series. But it suddenly came up to me when I was thinking I was just going to start recording this episode. And I said, okay, let's talk about it a little. And yeah, I just spoke about it. So, okay. Last and final book and my favorite uh, scenes about <laughs> periods is in this book and one of the best books I've ever read and one of the most popular series ever and such a good book. Have I, Have you guessed it already? If you know this book and if you know this author and if you know this series, you know this period scene is so famous. It's Twisted Hate. Yes! Anna who else? Twisted Hate is such a good book. Five stars, no less than that. Perfect enemies to lovers. I cannot tell you how much I love this book. Third book in the series, Twisted Hate is the story of Josh and Jules. One of my most liked posts on Insta is about Twisted Hate. This one has my favorite scene about periods. I loved it so much. Most of you might already know it, but nothing is going to stop me from reading it out. Let me read it out. Let's go. Oh, okay. I need to open the book. Wait, once again. Can you hear the pages flipping? Um. Okay, if you want to know, this is chapter 13, and I'm going to read the chapter, entire chapter. Stay with me, because I love it. Jules was absent again at dinner, but since I didn't want to invite any further questions from Alex about why I was so concerned about Jules, which I wasn't, I was merely curious, I waited until we returned to our cabin before grilling Eva. Eva. What's wrong with JR? I kept my voice low. Alex had disappeared into their bathroom for a shower, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had supersonic hearing. Eva chewed on her lip. Lower lip. Eva, I pinned her with a stern stare. If she's going to die on me in the middle of the night, I need to know so I can plan my sleep accordingly. Funny, she glanced at the closed door. Okay, I'm only telling you because you're a doctor, also because it got worse this afternoon, but she's too stubborn to ask for help. My earlier seed of body blossomed into a full fucking tree, leaves and all. What got worse? My sister hesitated before saying, Jules has really painful periods, beyond regular cramps. The pain usually goes away after a day or so, but during that day, it's unbearable. I finished. A hard knot formed in my chest. Endometriosis. Most women experienced primary dysmenorrhea or common menstrual cramps. Second dysmenorrhea. I'm sorry, I don't know this word, dysmenorrhea, whatever. Second dysmenorrhea, such as endometriosis, was the result of re- reproductive organ issues and was usually far more excruciating. Eva shook her head. I don't think so, but I don't want to speak for Jules. She doesn't like talking about it. Understood. There was a societal stigma regarding periods and a lot of people, men and women alike, were uncomfortable discussing them. After years of med school and residency, I had no problem discussing any bodily function, but I wouldn't bring something up if the other person didn't want to talk about it. Lay off the insults tonight, all right? Eva gave me a pointed stare. She's not in the mood. I'm not a monster, little sis. I ruffled her hair, earning myself a scum. Don't worry. After Eva turned in for the night, I stopped outside my room and rapped my knuckles against the door in case Jules was indecent. No answer. I waited another beat before I opened the door with a quiet creak. The lamp was on, and I immediately zeroed in on Jules's curled-up form. She lay in a fetal position on her side, hugging a pillow to her stomach. I couldn't see her face, but I saw her stiffen at my entrance. Still awake. Hey, I said softly. How are you feeling? Fine. Just a stomachache, she mumbled. I closed the distance between us until we were face to face and my chest pinched again when I noticed her shallow breaths and the white-knuckled grips strangling her pillow. Did you take any ibuprofen? I have some. I always carried a mini first aid kit with bandages, painkillers and other essentials. Yep. Jules peered up at me with a scrunched brow. Eva told you, didn't she? Yeah, there was no point in lying. She groaned. I should have told her not to say anything. Pretty sure I would have noticed something was wrong when I saw you curled up like a deformed shrimp. It didn't count as an insult if I was trying to make her feel better. It gave her the perfect opportunity to snark back and, argue- and arguing with me always perked her up. My smile faded when she didn't respond. Okay, maybe the deformed shrimp comment wasn't as helpful as I thought. Should I try to help her or should I leave her alone? There wasn't a foolproof method for alleviating severe cramps and she had already taken ibuprofen but there were other remedies that might help. The question was whether whether or not she wanted my help. I made up my mind when Jules winced and clutched her pillow closer to her abdomen, her face screwed with pain. Fuck it. I was helping her, whether she liked it or not. It wasn't like I could sleep next to her, knowing she was in agony. I wasn't that much of an asshole. I walked into the bathroom and scanned the amenities lined up on the marble counter. When we dropped off our luggage, I could have sworn I saw, Aha! I picked up the tiny bottle of lavender oil and returned to Jules' side. I might be able to help with the cramps, I said. Turn over. Why? Why? trust me. I held up my free hand when she opened her mouth. Yes, I know, you don't trust me, but I am a trained medical professional and I promise I don't have nefarious intentions. So unless you want to toss and turn all night, trained medical professional, yet your bedside manner could use nature work. Nevertheless, she did as I asked and shifted positions so she lay on her back. I've never had Any complaints before? I sat next to her on the bed and placed the pillow to the side. I nodded toward the hem of her shirt. May I? Weariness eked on to Jules's face, but she acquiesced with a short nod. I lifted her shirt, bearing her stomach, before I uncapped the oil and warmed a few drops in my hands. It was made for baths, but it would serve as a massage oil in a pinch. I swept my palms over her abdomen and rubbed gentle circles before easing into more targeted kneading. I wasn't a licensed massage therapist, but I'd picked up on the basics and a few tricks over the years. Jules's muscles tensed at my initial touch, but as the minutes passed, they gradually relaxed. That's it, I murmured. Deep breaths. How do you feel? Better. Her f- eyes fluttered shut. You're good at this. It came out equal parts, grudging and admiring. I'm good at everything. A smile ghosted my mouth at her scoff. We fell into a comfortable silence as I continued my massage. Jules' skin was soft and warm beneath my touch, and her breathing evened out into a steady rhythm. I stole a glance at her face. Her eyes were still closed, so I allowed myself to linger on the sweep of the dark lashes against her cheeks, the lush curve of her bottom lip and the silken fan of her coppery hair splayed out on her pillow. Her brow was no longer scrunched with pain and the knot in my chest loosened. It was my first time seeing Jules so unguarded. It was unnerving. I was so used to her bickering, I had never given much thought to what she was like behind all the fire and brushness. All right and yeah i think after that he just is uh he just then has something he i am shy to say it but yeah anyway if you know the book you know what's Or happen- what happens next time then he goes to sleep and yeah i think it's a great book and a great scene and let me just give you all the reasons why this scene is my most favorite Okay, like my most favorite period scene because number one, he was genuinely concerned and not only as a doctor, but also as a person. Number two, this concern led him to thinking of a way to help her out. Number three, which gave him the idea of a massage. Number four, he did a good job. It was not a time pass massage. It was very good. And Jules was able to sleep well. And like Josh, I need one massage during my menses too. So please Josh, can you give me one massage? (laughs) all right that's it for today i hope you enjoyed this episode i actually thought this episode would only last 21 minutes but i can see it's 50 minutes and that is crazy i don't even know how that happened i was thinking it was going to go like maybe half an hour but not 50 minutes i have spoken really slowly in this episode i hope you have listened to this till here And whoever listens, I'm so thankful for y'all. You're amazing. I never thought anybody would be listening to me speak. And thank you so much. This is so unreal for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want me to talk about a specific book topic or anything you're interested in, just DM me. If it works out with me, if it works out for me, like with everything that I'm doing, I will definitely make an episode on it. I'll even mention your name here. You can even... You can even stay anonymous if that is what you want. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring more ideas for my channel. Uh, for my podcast. What am I saying? This is this not a channel? <laughs> or is it called a channel? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Until next time. Bye bye.